Grandma was right. Guys think a woman is just a life support system for her vagina. You just have to pick the right tool for the right job. And believe me, they're all tools. Yes, Blade is ready to partay. Oh, my mom dropped me off. Watch it, girly, or I'll cut your pretty little face. Just eight ten dollars. I'm about to ruin 72 cents worth of tater tots. Hey, guildies, this is Kenny, and you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. This is Companion Cast, Season 4, Episode 4. Can you believe it? We're already a third of the way through this season. I cannot believe it's going by so quickly, and it's so, so good. So much stuff is happening. It's awesome. Before we start the Companion Cast, I want to give you guys a little bit of inside information about production and how we go about shooting this. Uh, every morning we actually get a call sheet and what it is it's just all the information for that day for what you're going to do it has all the actors who are going to be there for the day it has what time they're supposed to come in has what time they're supposed to go to hair and makeup and has what time they're supposed to go to set we also have a listing of all the scenes that we're going to do everything's broken down in the script by numbers and then those corresponding numbers are here so it will say something like codex's bedroom and then it has cast one and seven and if you look seven one is felicia and seven would be vince so it's stuff like that it's a very detailed information all on one piece of paper about what we are shooting for the day every production does them and they're really nice they have a you know i mean what's crazy is that you know each sheet has like a sunrise a sunset the weather, how hot it's going to be, what the low is going to be. You know, all the essential information. It has a local hospital just in case there's an accident. You can go right to this page. You know where to go. There's also the location. So if we're going to be on location somewhere, it has all the addresses. It's just, it's a really cool piece of material that just it tells you what you're doing for the day. And we get one of these every single day. Normally they're sent to us the day before, obviously, so we know where we're going. And we know who's need to be there and what time. But uh, it's essential that every production has a call sheet for every shoot day. So now it's time for the companion cast. I didn't get too many interviews for this one. It's a fairly short companion cast just because it was more storytelling and not a lot of action and not a lot of uh, other actors. You know, it was basically Codex and Fox at the beginning and then you had Vince thrown in there and then you have Jeff and Sandeep and of course we get to see VG, who hasn't been around since season one. So we'll see what happens with her character. And of course, we get to find out a little bit more about Ollie, Cheesy Beard's owner. I did get uh, some key interviews with, obviously, Felicia, which is always wonderful. And I also included an interview with Sean and Kim, both talking about Frank Ashmore, who plays Ollie, and the whole audition process. So that should be a lot of fun. And because I didn't have too many cast interviews, I also threw in a crew interview with a very cool guy named Scott, who was an actual intern slash PA for the guild during uh, the season four shoot. So uh, you get to hear some insights into, you know, joining as a PA and an intern for the show. So why don't we take a listen to Companion Cast, season four, episode four. We're going to be discussing episode four of season four. Episode four. Yes. The hardest episode. There was a lot to get through here. Well, um, yeah, it was really hard for me because... uh, there's a lot of codex in this season, and I try not to be too, you know, centric. I think maybe coming off the comic, I was really interior in codex's mind because mm-hmm. I went straight from writing the comic into this season, and um, and I try, you know, uh, the season starts a little more codex centric and gets a little, you know, more 
so this is kind of the splitting off point. This mm-hmm. episode four is the, it's kind of like the end of the first act, beginning of the second act, mm-hmm. if you look at it in cinematic terms. Yeah. Um, so basically, the the whole Fox question, you kind of learn a little bit more about uh, this dynamic and what's going to happen with this relationship, which means nothing. You know, <laughs> he uh, and and she, in order to cover for her pride, she decides, you know, I just want to be able to string the guild along a little, yeah. just save face. Will yeah. you do this for me? Yeah. And he, in his jerk way, decides to do that. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'll throw me the bone just because he knows that it's not, like, it's not actually helping me at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and that scene I had to write a lot because, you know, Fox, his, his angle... Uh, I think there's a need to over-explain things when you're writing and you look at drafts and pe- one person asks a question. So uh, we ended up, I ended up act- adding a lot that actually got cut out of that scene oh. because, uh, personally, y- you don't need to spell everything out for the audience. Yeah. They can they can get it because yeah. good actors fill it out. Yeah. But on the page, you feel, oh, somebody's confused about so this. I'm going to add a line. Yeah, yeah so th- you know that was probably the scene that was most hard for me to write, like just the motivation there. But it did sort of put a comma on that relationship Mm -hmm. and then from that Codex immediately starts a new journey because this season I you know last season was very epic it was very much formed like a feature Mm -hmm. so that um, I think it worked well as a web series but the overall arc didn't really stray take a bunch of left turns Yeah. so this season I wanted left turns to happen and so this is a big left turn with Cheesy Beards happening Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah I guess uh, and, and you know slowly but surely um, she she gets this job and um, crazy. It is crazy, <laughs> but I so love it. Like uh, I love it. I just yeah. love the idea. And that little office yeah. that was built inside Greg's house. Yeah, so that's yeah. an house inside a house. It's that's insane. A, yeah. <laughs> and my favorite thing in this um, whole episode is oh is uh, Ollie singing. That was hilarious. Now did you write that? No, that song is public domain. It's like okay. an old sea shanty that I. Uh, I was searching just old, like, you know, because public domain, we can't pay yeah. royalties. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to find something that was so bizarre. And I sent a bunch of wins, a bunch of little excerpts to Sean. I was like, what's funniest? He's like, yes, he buggered me. And I was like, I don't know if they're going to like this. <laughs> but it made me laugh so hard. I was like, all right, if they if they bleep it, it's still funny because yeah. of our reactions. Yeah, like, you know yeah. something bad happened. So I don't yeah. know if they're going to bleep it or not, but I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully not. Um but just the weird dynamic between Ollie and that sea mar- That was a joke when we went into the set. We were going to shoot at Kim's house, actually. And we were like... And my joke was like, hey, what if he's looking out to sea when she hires her? Like, And, and then Sean was like, can we do that? And I was like, yeah, let's try to do it. And, you know, having Greta Goranowitz there, yeah. we can actually do stuff later. It's insane. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that scene really makes me laugh a lot. And uh, and then at the same time, we see, uh, you know, a scene with uh, Zabu and Vork. And Vork's on his quest to beat the girls. Yes. But at the same time, we see uh, Zabu's mother. That's right. So, I mean, it, probably it's not going to be a surprise because I did lay it in earlier. Yeah, in the, like in the first episode, he, she, he gets a phone call. He gets a phone call. In the second episode, he expresses, he plays a, a, message, a message back to me. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, I actually didn't... You still don't know if you're going to see her, though. That's true. I you did... You know she's... Yeah. In the first draft, in one of the drafts, I didn't set it up before she appeared. Okay. And I was like, this is weird. It's coming out of nowhere. Yeah, and I feel like I, I wanted it to be a surprise for people, but at the same time, I didn't want to be like jumping, like jumping gears so fast. People were like, wait, why is she yeah, there? Yeah. So, and and uh, you know, VG was such a good actress, and I really wanted to, you know to give her a moment, you yeah. know, back in this because people yeah. you always want to bring her back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she gets to come she was back. So big in first season, everyone loved her. Yes, exactly. So she's very funny in the scene with the yes. you know the weird picture of Zabu, and you yeah, know, you're still not sure what she's back for. Yeah. No, I mean, you don't know if she's going to be that obsessive mother again. Yeah. 
Well, well, that's the whole mystery. Is I would just not understand. And, you know, this is based on, um, (laughs) I'm not going to name names, but (laughs) I had a horrible experience on an independent film early in my career here where I was working for free, and this guy was just a complete jerk. He would call us at odd hours to read pages for him. It was like, girls, bring me a a Jamba Juice and come to my house and read some pages. And I was like, what the? And I put up with it because I didn't know better. And uh, last year, I was just walking down the street, and the guy comes up to me. He's like, I really want to apologize. I was really going to a bad time. And I think it was an AA thing. Um, and, uh, uh, and, but he was apologized and I started crying because it made so much to me, even though this guy, I don't know him and I'll never see him again, but just the fact that he, all those years, I was like, that was a horrible experience. The fact that he apologized to me. So I thought it was kind of so funny to have a character. Like, you don't know where they're coming from. Like, why are they being so nice? Like, what is going on? And, uh, I, you know, I think Sunday plays that really well. Like, what is going on here? She's being normal. (laughs) This is so insane to me because I did not want her to be the same note character. Like I was like, if I'm going to bring her back. She cannot be anything like what she was. Yeah. So uh, VG plays it very funny, and then he, you know, Zabby being freaked out yeah. is hilarious. Uh, so I, I this is this is a really good episode, and Will is really good in the episode, and uh, it's long. And uh, I'm sorry about that. I tried to cut as much. I did cut a, a I, lot I, of it. I, I know you like the shorter episodes, but this one's seven minutes. People like the longer episodes. Yeah, well, the, the, they can't wait for more. We have a it plays. It's nonstop. Yeah. It's, there's never any slow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, the the privilege we have um, is the fact that we are established and yeah. we can do a little bit longer episode. Um, I always want to just make sure people aren't bored. Yeah. So the troops are coming. Quite <laughs> low here. Yeah, so this episode, this uh, the Will and Codex scene especially is very long. I think it's the longest continuous scene uh, that we've shot. Um, and I cut a bunch out of it, like a bunch of dialogue here and there, just because I want to make sure it moved. But um, it, I couldn't sell it short. I just couldn't. And um, I hope people enjoy it because there was a lot of ground to cover. And it's a lot of emotional stuff and psychological stuff and character stuff. And it was just like, um, you know, it, I can't I can't just brush this relationship off. Yeah. It can't be convenient. So um, I really wanted to resolve it in a way that felt satisfying and you understood a little bit more and we launched into something completely new so uh yeah in the end i really like this episode and i like the webcam a lot i'm not a slut i'm not i love the whole permanent marker thing is my favorite webcam moment so i hope people enjoy it great i am here with scott meisner he is one of the wonderful pas that we have on set uh hello thank you for joining me Hey, uh, great to be here. So did you know about the Guild before you volunteered to join us? Uh, yes, I did. I actually first heard about the Guild. Um, I saw Felicia Day's name on uh, the Dr. Horrible um, web series, um, and that's how I discovered Felicia and started following her on Twitter. And then she, you know, as she does, she tweets all about the Guild and uh, just, you know, clicked watchtheguild.com and... Just fell in love with the web series. Cool. So you're one of those people who were brought in by Dr. Horrible. Yes. A lot of people, which is really cool that a lot of people found the guild through Dr. Horrible. Right. Cool. So you didn't have to wait, wait uh, those horrible months in between seasons. No, I did not. I got to uh, just flipped on the computer and just watch them, you know, one by one, Mm -hmm. one after the other. So it's a great way to watch it. Awesome. Now, Now, how did you hear about the job opening? Uh, job opening, actually, um, I met Sean Becker, uh, the director of the Guild, uh, last summer. I was in um, 
Los Angeles, and I made up with him and helped him on his web series. He has his own uh, production company called Awkward Pictures, and uh, I helped him out, and uh, Jeff Lewis was there as well, who plays Vork, and um, I just kept in touch with him uh, for the past year and told him I was a big fan of the Guild, and uh, he just recently told me I can hop on for season four, so... That's awesome. So are you are you new to L.A.? Yes. Um, I'm originally from New Jersey, and I still go to school in New York uh, at NYU. So I uh, came traveling. Oh, so you're here just for the Guild? I'm here for the Guild. Um, I was going to uh, originally come to L.A. just to cover E3 um, for my blog, experienceitall.com. Um, but I got news that I could help the Guild, and it worked out perfectly because E3 uh, follows the shooting. So... And you're out of school. You're off school at the moment. Yes, I'm off school. So there's no ditching school at the moment. Nope. Sounds worked out perfectly. Yes, it did. Awesome. Um, so now, let's first talk about uh, the guild a little bit. What? Who is your favorite character? My favorite character. Uh, it's got to be uh, Jeff Lewis's character, Vork. Definitely. Uh, second, I saw him in season one. I was just on the floor in stitches. Mm-hmm. So and now you've been here with him. So how is it meeting Jeff Lewis in person and then watching Vork actually on screen? Right. It's it's actually really funny because when you talk to him in person, he, he, like I feel like his his personality shares you know characteristics of oh, yeah. Vork. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's 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 a really really nice guy. He's hilarious and he's just you know a pleasure to talk to. He's yeah. just he's, he's great. Yeah. Um, now, do you see yourself as any of the characters? Or maybe a, a combination of a few of them? Hmm. I hate to say this, but I actually, I've never played um, an MMORPG, and I am here working with the guild. I hate to it's say okay. that. okay. I've never played an MMORPG either. Okay. So. Um, but if there's one character, hmm. I guess you could say, uh, you know, maybe Vork. I mean, I'm not that eccentric, but, you know, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's blabbing away and... You know, just saying what comes at the top of his head, and I'm kind of like that as well, so... Very, very cool. Now, do you have a favorite episode? I would have to say my favorite episode is the, the, is the pilot of the, of the first season. Wow. Just how, you know, in, when we were all introduced to the characters for the very first time, and, mm-hmm. you know, how they were just set, you know, forth for the rest of the, you know, now mm-hmm. through season four. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just the way we were introduced to them, it just really impacted me, and I never forgot, you know all yeah. their characteristics and how it all began. So it grabbed you right at the beginning. Yes. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Now, uh, working on set, how has that whole experience been? Working on set has been great. Um, every, every single person on the crew uh, is extremely helpful, always giving me advice, um, and, you know, always there to support me because this is actually my first time PAing on any um, series at all. Mm-hmm. And it's been a really great experience because, you know, there's some things that I have questions about. People are always there to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just been overall really now, great. Cool. Now, what are you going to school for right now? Are you going for entertainment purposes? Um, right now at NYU, I'm a communications major, mm-hmm. um, taking digital media courses. So I'm taking some, you know, film, some TV, some writing courses, um, as well as digital media that involves, you know, social networking like Facebook and Twitter, etc. Where do you hope to land when you come to LA? I assume you're coming to LA when you graduate. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> as soon as I uh, graduate, yes. Um, yeah, I- I'm not sure. I still have another year to figure out exactly what I want to do, 
but definitely something with production. Um, I'm obsessed with TV mm-hmm. so and tech, so hopefully something that can combine all of those different you know, things into yeah. one. Yeah. So. Very cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, how is Felicia Day in person? Felicia Day is fantastic. She's so nice. She's always, you know, she's she has a great dog uh, named Cubby, and uh, she's she's great. You know, there's sometimes when she's just reading over her lines and she needs some help, she'll come over and, you know, can swap lines and help her out for the scene. Um Sometimes she's humming away, and it reminds me of when I first saw her in Dr. Horrible, and she has such a great voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so she, she's the best. Yeah. She's, she's great to work with. Very cool. Now, what does a PA do on the set of the Guild? Uh, PA... Uh, bas- I'm sorry, by the way, that's production assistant. Yes. Uh, as a production assistant, um, you know, you could say we're kind of at the bottom of the chain, but... Um, we, we have some, you know, real responsibilities. We make sure that, you know, the set is quiet when things are filming and, um, the director is doing his thing. Um, we always have to keep our eyes on all of the actors and know where they are and bring them in when, um, they're ready to film. Um, and then, you know, there's some, I guess you could say, low parts of the job when you have to, you know, take out the garbage and... You know, pick up coffee. yeah, pick up coffee, bring people food, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But oh, you know, overall, it's worth doing all of that stuff just mm-hmm. to be on the set. I'm here for the experience. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's been it's been great. Yeah, and this is a really great place for the experience because you can watch every single. You can see what the cameraman does. You can see what the director does. You can see because you're right there with it right. while they're shooting. Right. What's what I love about being you know working with the guild is that. Um, you know, it's not that big of a crew, so you really get to interact with, you know, all the different types of people who work here. So yeah. you get to interact with not only other PAs, but also, you know, Sean, the director, and Kim Evie, the producer. Uh, so, yeah, it's great. I get yeah, to really talk to them. you definitely get to do a lot more than what a normal PA would do. Right, exactly. You know, because yeah. they're on big sets. They have a PA who does nothing but coffee runs and nothing but, you know, ushering the talent to, to, to set. Exactly. So you're, you do multiple stuff. And the, I mean, the PAs are the backbone. Right. Uh, if we didn't have PAs, you know, we'd be screwed. We'd have tons of trash and everyone would That's be right. hungry and thirsty and crew would be lost and cast would be lost uh, so i mean they may be on the bottom of the but everyone starts there i started as a pa yeah so everybody starts the there and you yeah. make your way up and you know soon enough you'll be doing whatever you want to do in the entertainment industry that's the plan awesome well, we really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us sure thanks for having me hi this is amy akuda i play tink and we are in a Really creepy shock on the set of The Guild Season 4. So we, uh, we actually introduced another new character, Ollie. Yes. Who owns Cheesy Beards. Yes, played by Frank, Frank Ashmore. Ashmore. Who I know from V. Yes. I mean, that was a huge V fan, so that was where I knew him from. So that was just cool to see him. When I saw his name on the call sheet, I'm like, is this the Frank Ashmore that I know from V? Because I was such a bit. I met him at conventions and I was autographing a picture with them and. So. Yeah, that was an exciting thing too. Like for 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 an actor to come in and be like, "Oh, I know this world," so I understand not only like it was exciting for him to you know be part of a web series uh, where you know because sometimes if you say like, "Well, you know, a lot of people don't know us, but we're big at conventions," like he actually immediately yeah. got it, yeah. you know. So were you at the audition? I was. With him? How was that whole audition? That was you know that was one of those auditions where. 
uh, he just nailed it so much. It was just like, well, that's it, you know, yeah. because it was just he had the right. <laughs> He had the right amount of likability and crazy, you know, because you just have to wonder, like, what is up with yeah. this guy? Is he just off his rocker or did he like, why would he think he's really a pirate? You yeah. know, like, why does he dress like that? And why yeah. does he have a hook for a hand? And, you know, he's just living in another world, but he's also just, you know, very funny and sweet about it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And he has a strange relationship with Blades because Blades can get away with anything. Yes, yes. It's like a father-son relationship. Yeah. He's just like, oh, lad, you're hilarious. Yeah. Like, no matter what Blades does. Yeah, but Jeanette can do everything wrong. She's yeah. always getting in trouble, even though she's in the right. Yes. So. Although you feel, I don't know, I feel a little bit like Ollie's a little afraid of Jeanette, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> so, but very, yeah, very but cool. having, yeah, Frank's audition was, was just... How many people did you audition for um, Probably for like, Ollie? I think we probably auditioned about 10 people for Ollie. The thing about Frank is that you you actually have to believe that Ollie had a computer that he never turned on for years and years and years. <laughs> and there's just something about the way he played that that you're just like, I would buy that. Yeah. I, I kind of believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so. And I have the director, Sean Becker, with me once again. Can we talk about Frank Ashmore? How was it? Uh Did you, were you at the casting call? I was. Um, and he was the one... We had, I forgot how many people we had that day, and usually whenever we cast, it's like, okay, it's either this person or that person, or maybe I'll take a look at these three people, you yeah. know, and there's usually like a couple people. A yeah, you narrow it down to a few, and then you end up picking from the, those few, but when it came to Ollie, the second Frank came in and left, we were like, that's, that's him, yeah. you know, and then once we were done, it was like... Um, you know, we decided who we wanted for Jeanette, and then we were like, but for Frank, we're like, oh yeah, for, for Ollie, it was like, yeah, Frank, Frank for sure. Frank yeah. For, yeah, he's, he's Ollie. And he, like, tur- and he turned out? He was great. Planned. He was great. Um, he was absolutely wonderful to work with. Um, he, you know, because he's very new, like both him and Jeanette were very responsive to direction. They had, you know, their own notes, and, and I always encourage that, you know, I want to make sure that the actors are comfortable, that, the, that they feel that the characters are right. And Frank, you know, was like that. He, you know, he would do it his way, and then we do it my way, and then we would kind of find a compromise on like, okay, like I like what you did, but it was a good collaboration between the two of us. And there was one part where he, I wanted him to get, because I wanted him to, I wanted context to be like, you know, scared of him because he's a boss, but then just because he's kind of crazy. And so, in order to do that, you know, I let Frank kind of take over, and he played the character that way, where he was kind of unpredictable. But then there were some times where I'd give him notes, I'm like, I want you to be, like, threatening this one, or a little bit more, like, angry in this one. And he's like, well, I don't want to come off as, like, this real angry guy. But then he's like, well, let me give it a shot. And then he gave it a shot, and then he went, I knew, I, I know what you're talking about now. Okay, I got it. But he was very easy to work with. He took direction extremely well, and and he's just a great addition to the to the scene. Because the character of Ollie, you know, is, you know, we want to make sure that that he's... A fun character that's a good addition to this cast of characters but then he's kind of like established like he, he's a little off his rocker this, mm-hmm. this character and so we see many moods of him throughout the season but like just the fact that he's in a scene and, and you could look around and see everyone smiling whenever Frank was performing yeah. uh, he was great awesome thank you All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's companion cast. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully, it uh, brought you a little bit into the behind the scenes of episode four. Lots of cool stuff is coming up. I can't wait to share it with you guys. But before I go, always remember. So they whacked me up, they whacked me down. The first they cracked me upon the crown, and then they boogered me round and round when I was just a shaver. Yeah. <laughs>
copyright info, Knights of the Guild has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative, works 3.0, United States license, all rights, reserved. <laughs> <laughs>